This is Bariatric Life Podcast with Amanda and Chris. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please follow your doctor's advice. We are expressing our own opinions. You can always reach us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast or on Amanda's Instagram at Amanda's VSG. Thanks for listening. Check out the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And this is episode 30. Wow. Can you believe it? I cannot. And it's also going to be Current Events. Volume 2. Volume 2. Bum, bum, bum. But again, nothing political. No. Absolutely not. Nothing, anything in the news. Well... With the exception of, so we're recording this on Sunday, August 4th? It's September. Oh. Shit, it's already September. Yeah. Wow. So September 4th? Uh-huh. I just wanted to put a brief comment a bit in about uh, the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert. Oh, yeah. That streamed live yesterday. Um, was in Wembley Stadium. And we were talking about that outside right before we came in to record this. And uh, still kind of gives me goosebumps. And Yeah. It was really touching to see his son play with the Foo Fighters. It was. We were supposed to see the Foo Fighters in August, but of course we weren't able to because Taylor had passed away. Yeah. I forgot to write this down as a talking point, but maybe that contributed to the funk that we're in. I am almost positive it did. At least was the start of it, and then the disappointment about the concert. and So we've been in this funk lately that... Going on a couple months now. Yeah, it has been a while. I think it's the longest funk ever. Yeah. And... We're going to bed super, super early, which I believe is part of the funk. Yeah. Like a a symptom of the funk. Yeah. And when we say super early, like, we mean seven. It's still light out. Our kids are still awake. Our dogs are still awake. Hell, chickens haven't even gone to bed yet. Yeah. And we're in bed with the lights out and watching TV until we fall asleep. There's literally been a couple times where I've been asleep at 6.30. I believe it. Because there are some days that we go to bed at like 6, 6 <laughs> <laughs> It's on a non-cooking night. We're like, eh, fuck it. It's really pathetic. Well, like you said, it's a, I think it's a symptom of the funk. And, you know, I think Taylor's passing and missing out on... You know, that experience that we were really looking forward to and, yeah, you know, just the blah of everyday life. 
the monotony of everyday life. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, I've also got on my side the lack of work fulfillment and satisfaction. Same. Yeah. Which doesn't help. No. But we've got some things to look forward to. We have Kevin Hart this weekend. Hell this yeah. This next weekend. And our Just Be You Awards show that we're going to in November. That'll be fun. And since the last update, I believe we planned our cruise. Yes. For your 40th birthday next year. Why you gotta go and say such foul F words? 40th. But we're going to take a seven-day cruise to the Bahamas and Key West, and it'll just be us. No children. No children, no dogs, no real responsibilities except getting protein in. Yep. Making sure we're awake. For our activities, we have plans. Yes. We have a couple's massage plan. Oh. Massage. What else did we do? A bar crawl? Did we do the bar crawl? I thought we did the bar crawl. I feel like we did. And that sounds like something we would do. Let's go get hammered in a foreign country. and It was in Key West, so it's still America. Oh, it was in Key West? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were doing that in Nassau. No. Because like, I could totally get hammered in Nassau. I don't even remember what we planned, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say we did the bar crawl. Because it came with a t-shirt. Yes. That, that totally sounds like something that would be the, the deciding factor. I don't know. I mean, I like booze. I like being out and about. Oh, t-shirt? Hell yeah, I'm in. An $85 t-shirt. <laughs> and me that, you know, gets drunk very easily. Oh, my God. Oh, that's not on the list. We need to talk about that. Wait, wait, Have we not Craig talked Robert. about it? I don't it? think we talked oh, about that. I don't think we did. So there was finally a, a drunken Amanda incident. Yes. Which, Amanda's a lightweight anyway. Very lightweight. And uh, we'd gone to go see uh, Craig Robinson. And many people probably recognize him from The Office. Daryl from The Office. Kind of looks like a, a knockoff version of Barry White. He might be offended by that. If he listens to the podcast. I doubt that he does, but somebody he knows might. I mean, we got six degrees of Kevin Bacon, so. Six degrees of Craig Robinson. Yes. Craig, I meant that lovingly, and besides, you said it in your set, so. I'm really just, like, paraphrasing. So I ordered a drink called Yo, Yo, Mama, Yo, Mama, Mama Juice. Yo, Mama Juice. And it was very fruity. And had coconut rum and tequila? No. Banana liqueur. Yes, that was it. Banana liqueur. Yeah. All kinds of yumminess in it. It was very delicious. And about halfway through, apparently I started slurring. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> <laughs> he was convinced I was going to fall off the bar stool, which I never did. No, but you came close a time or two. I went to the bathroom by myself without falling. Yeah, but you were walking like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> you were all over the place. And then I sobered up really quickly. You did. You went from casual conversation to slurring to Jack Sparrow to normal in like 30 minutes. <laughs> 
because you were you were drunk by the time the second act came on, and you were sober by the time Craig Robinson was like a quarter of the way through his, his <laughs> set. So, which that surprised me because pre-surgery you would have been drunk much much longer. Yeah. Still on the same, just one right. one drink. <laughs> right. You just would have had to drink the whole drink instead yes, of half of it. That's true. So anybody that is um, post-op and has not dabbled with alcohol yet, whether that's your thing or not, uh, just be aware. <laughs> it will hit you very quickly. Yes. And then it's gone very quickly. So that might be a positive when we do the pub crawl because... Uh. By the time I get to the next pub, I'll be sobered up. And then you can get drunk again. And then I can just repeat the process. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why we chose that, given that I don't really drink. and. But whatever. It'll be fun. And we've got a t-shirt. Because I do. That's... <laughs> It'll be a fun way to see Key West. Yeah. We've never been to Key West. Yep. What else is going on in our current events besides funk? Um, it is pumpkin spice latte season. Yes, the first leaf has fallen, and Starbucks is overwhelmed. <laughs> I got one on pumpkin spice latte day, and I made a slimmed down version of it. And then I got, excuse me, I had a protein shake, and so now my throat keeps making noises. I'm had a pumpkin spice protein shake. Yes, because it's pumpkin spice season. BTW. Bought a case of those, and they're quite delish. But also, after I had, like, a regular pumpkin spice latte, I made pumpkin spice profi with two shots of espresso and then my protein shake. Mm -hmm. So it was like a PSL profi. You should trademark that. Before Starbucks gets onto it. Yeah, maybe. Because you can't say Frappuccino. Did We just got fined. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> we probably did. But that's okay. I could, I could go for a pumpkin spice Frappuccino, but it probably has like 8 billion calories. Probably. I mean, they wouldn't find us. We're, this, is, this short segment is basically an advertisement for pumpkin spice lattes at your local Starbucks. <laughs> They're not a sponsor, but if they'd like to be. We will drink all your coffee. Yes. You don't even have to like pay us. Just give us free PSLs. Mm. Mm, pumpkin spice. So, kind of along those that line, it's starting to cool down some. Yesterday, we took our first outside walk in, in a, a while. while. And it was still hot as balls. It was. But it wasn't miserably hot. I don't think I actually broke a sweat. Oh, I did. But Although if I had, my little headband would have caught it, so maybe I did break a sweat. And I just didn't realize it. I did. I wasn't, like, sweating profusely, but I was sweating. But I also walk more than you do. You do. And um, it's been a while since I've gotten up and gotten motivated. I've walked on the treadmill some during the day on conference calls, but... I just don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what. I will do it tomorrow, and I will video it. 
and I'll send it to you. Maybe not, I'll even figure out how to do that. Oh, you're wait. not working tomorrow. I'm not working tomorrow. Tomorrow's Labor Day. I'll do it Tuesday. Maybe I'll. Do even... you walk in your flip flops? Sometimes. What pace? A, a meander. <laughs> I can't walk quickly in <laughs> flip flops. I'll. I might even figure out how to do the Facebook live stream and live stream it to you. And the rest of the world, they don't want to see that. Well. I, I think you're overestimating the number of people that pay attention on Facebook. <laughs> so speaking of walking, my streak continues. Yep, that's where I was headed. I don't know what I was at on Current Events Volume 1, but I have a goal of walking 100 days in a row, and today was day 98. What are you going to do on day 100? What am I going to do on day 101, which is a weekday, which means I walk before work, so It'll probably just continue until the weekend. And then I've got to figure out if I'm going to continue the streak, make it 125, or what. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, go with what feels right. That was very profound. Thank you. Hey, no problem. <laughs> what can I say? I'm full of deep intro, introspective thoughts. Deep introspective. I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Oh, uh, that's normal. We also, well, I got, well, we, but I <laughs> got a Peloton. Rented. Yes. So when I was talking about getting a treadmill or some piece of equipment, I looked at Pelotons and Chris was very against it because of how expensive they are. Well, then I got a treadmill, which I don't think he thought I was going to use. I did not. But I have proven you wrong. You have. I use it every day. And then I saw the option to rent, which is a it seems to be a recent thing with mm-hmm. Peloton. They're probably, their sales have probably gone down or something. But they had started their option of renting one. And so I brought it up again and you were more inclined to agree with the rental option. Yes, because it's not a, I guess when it comes to gym equipment or workout equipment in general, I feel like the price requires a very specific level of commitment. Yeah. And especially with the Peloton, like, that that was a significant commitment of time and money and, you know, dedication. And but I, the rental option and is... And I had never been a cycler before. Right. So that was the I'm, other... I'm glad we didn't buy it and we got the treadmill instead. But then I'm also glad that we have been able to rent it because I have found that I do like it. Mm-hmm. But I prefer my treadmill over the Peloton. And I don't know if that's because of my streak or what, but I find the treadmill relaxing, whereas the Peloton feels like a real a workout. workout. Well, the guided workouts that they have on that are just that they're workouts. Like I remember the f- first day you adjusted the resistance 
when they had said, all right, let's crank up the resistance and came outside and sat down. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't touch the resistance at, at all, like, the first couple of times mm-hmm. I wrote it. And then I started moving it. I still don't do it where they tell me to <laughs> because it hurts. I believe it. And then, and then I can't keep my cadence up mm-hmm. because the resistance is high. And for some reason in my head, I should focus on cadence, even though I don't really know what I should focus on. Well, the cadence gets the adrenaline and the blood and the heart. Yeah. And the resistance is building muscle. muscle. I mean, I probably should work on the resistance, honestly. Well, I was going to say, go back and forth. Yeah. You know, one workout, focus on keeping the cadence where it needs to be. The other one, maybe you... Adjust the resistance to where they say and let the cadence slide. Yeah. I need to work on like a schedule of doing it because as of right now, I have it in my head as most days, but I think I need to do like Wednesday or Monday, Wednesday, Sunday, or anyway, I have planned days of doing it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'll get on the tread, or before I would have my walk in the morning, and then I would, most days would have a second walk. And I wanted to replace that second walk with the Peloton, but mm-hmm. I haven't been as, and part of that too was I got a tattoo on my foot, and so yeah. I had to like take care of it. And still have to? Yeah. Which, you got that text I sent the other day, right? Just for I did. Future reference. Okay. I did. Um... So part of the reason why I haven't been as consistent is because of the tattoo, but um yeah, I need to knuckle down, is that a phrase? Bear down, focus. Knuckle under is to submit. I don't know. I need to get consistent time on it in the afternoon. What else? I am down eighty two pounds. Woohoo! And I'm so close to being under that Luna the dog weight, (laughs) but my body is like, nah, we're going to hang out two pounds over that for a while. So I feel like I've been hanging out at 165 for a bit. Mm -hmm. Well, and And I need to be under 163 to meet my Luna goal weight. Well, and like we've discussed several times, it, you plateau every now and then, and, you know, there's going to be stalls, and it's just, it's a natural body rebalancing, body re-level setting. I think it's just my body fucking with my brain. It could be that, too. Or, you know, maybe Luna fucked with the scale. <laughs> she may have. That totally sounds like something she would do. It does. She's paying zero attention to us right now. She gives zero borks. Zero borks. I also started journaling, but only kind of. But, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm putting down thoughts and wrote a couple of goofy poems about the funk. Mm -hmm. And trying to write down at least one positive thing that happened in the day. So it's not like, dear diary... Fuck this. Blah, 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 blah. It's like a couple of sentences. Mm -hmm. 
of like, I got to have a pumpkin spice latte today or just one positive thing. Yesterday we took that long drive. Which I loved. Just to drive and get out of the house and enjoy the scenery of the back roads. Yeah. So that was a positive for yesterday. It was. After the rain finally let up. Yeah. We were able to roll the windows down and just enjoy the backwoods of Tennessee. Yeah, I was talking to the oldest today and I was saying that we just sang along to the radio and enjoyed the scenery. Mm-hmm. Long drive. Two lane highways all the way. Yeah. On the way back. One of the rules was no interstate, which it accidentally plopped us on the interstate for 40 miles. Yeah, 46. 46. <laughs> but that doesn't... I'm not really going to count the trip there because it rained and we didn't get to enjoy the full experience like mm. we, like I had hoped we would. Yeah. I mean, my original thought and hope was that it'd be a nice semi-overcast day. We could put the top down on the Jeep and just drive the back roads at 55 and enjoy it. And instead it rained like hell. Yeah. But you finally got ducked. I did. Your first. I was so excited. Your first Jeep ducking. Which I don't, I highly doubt that anybody from team open diff in Knoxville listens to this, but if they do, thank you for the duck. It was my very first one ever. You made his whole life. You did. I was so giddy when I saw it in the handle. You were. Oh, it was in the handle. Yeah, it was in the handle. You had the cutest <laughs> smile. So I'm reading this book from Bariatric Book Club called Intuitive Eating, which I don't know that I can actually do, but the book is really interesting. And it made me think about self-imposed diet rules. And I wrote some down, excuse me, while I open my Dewey, which might make some noise. I should have already had it open, but I didn't. What were you thinking? I know, I'm over here making noise. I'm not going to read all of them, but some of the highlights are can't eat when I'm not hungry. Mm -hmm. That's a rule that I've made. I can't snack after dinner. Which I'm bad about and... And since that has kind of been a rule, I've tried to not do it so that I don't feel like an asshole. Everything that I eat should be high in protein, which also leads to no sweets or no fun foods. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I must only eat for fuel, not just because something is tasty. So, typical dietary happiness restrictions. Basically. <laughs> I have made so many, and I, I don't say that I'm on a diet, though. I'm mm -hmm. not dieting. I watch what I eat. That's basically a fancy way of saying I'm dieting. Well, and when we were, talked about this the other day, I got to thinking, it's kind of diet-ish. Diet adjacent. Yeah, because if you are on a diet, then you're more, and this has been my experience, you're more restrictive, you're more 
must fit within this rigid box versus if you're not on a diet, you're just kind of laissez-faire, whatever, I'll eat whatever. But if you're watching what you eat, you're kind of conforming to rules, but also allowing some non-diet restricted food items. Yeah, I mean, I do eat some, quote, fun foods, unquote. Like, I had a cupcake on Friday mm-hmm. for my coworker's birthday. It was a teeny tiny one, not one of the normal, giant ones, the normal size ones. And we bought beaver nuggets at Bucky's yesterday, which I never did even eat any. I, you didn't? I ate one when I was portioning them out into mm-hmm. snack bags. I ate one, but I never did eat them last night. I ate my protein stuff, and then I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. So that's what I did. Um, Which we stayed up late last night, too. Late is in quotations. Eight o'clock. <laughs> Eight thirty, maybe. But yeah, like I have all these rules that I've given myself, and some are leftovers from like Weight Watchers, because one of the rules is I don't count fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. in my like calories or anything. Those are quote unquote free foods. Yeah, I have free foods. So I don't know. I got to figure out a way to maybe lighten up the rules or maybe the rules are okay with me. I don't, I don't, haven't really dived too far into dove, dived, divin, dove, divin, dove, dove. To, uh, I haven't gone too <laughs> deeply into how the rules affect me mentally or emotionally. I got to thinking about this last night that maybe maybe the rules are contributing to the funk. Maybe. Because you feel so restricted. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe it's maybe it's a little bit of buyer's remorse. No, it's not buyer's remorse. It's because these rules could have been in place regardless of the size of my stomach. I think I just, I don't know. Some of them I do think are like mentally harmful in the long run. Such as? Such as like I have imaginary made up numbers for calories for my meals. Mm -hmm. And one day I had eaten lunch at work, but then I was like, I'm going to go get a smoothie, which usually I'll just have the smoothie for lunch. But this day I was like, I'm going to have it in addition to my lunch, which was uh, new for me and a stretch for me, Mm -hmm. less... um, mentally comfortable but i did it and i ordered it was a pumpkin spice something (laughs) because i'm very Uh, of course very basic and i looked up the nutrition facts after i ordered it and it was like 400 calories which lunch is never never 400 calories let alone 
a smoothie plus the lunch I had already eaten. Mm -hmm. And so like that, I think is harmful. I did drink the smoothie and I logged everything. And honestly, I probably shouldn't have had the smoothie because it would, my stomach was kind of hurting <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> there was too much in my stomach. So, like, I shouldn't have eaten it because or had it because of the volume. The volume. Yeah. Yeah. But it gave me some feelings about the calorie content. But then it was also pretty high in protein. And, like, there was a lot going on in my head regarding all of that. Mm -hmm. And really, like, really the only reason I got it was because I wanted to leave the office but I didn't want to just sit in my car in the parking lot. Right. So I was like, I should have some sort of task. Destination. Oh, I'll go get a smoothie. So that's what I mean. Like some of the rules can be gotcha. harmful. Yeah. Really help the air conditioner to chill from this. Oh, it definitely will. Oh, no. It's not the funky mic that doesn't pick you up, but will pick up the fan. Or the refrigerator over there in the corner. That's true. Which, is that thing even plugged in? It is. Oh. Well, I'll be. <laughs> um, what else? I bought a new car. Let's clarify that one so that people don't think we're just sitting on a whole hoard of cash. Clarify how. I mean, <clears throat> the fact is we bought a new car. Yes, but I guess the reason... Why? I don't think it really matters. All right. <laughs> it doesn't change anything. No, it doesn't. But, I mean, there was a reason. We let the oldest child, we gave her the option of buying my car because her car, the transmission was all messed up. Thanks, Ford. Yeah. They're not a sponsor, and we don't want them to be. Hell no, we don't. Unless they fix the car. They're going to fix the car because well, it's under warranty. Yeah, that's true. But we gave her the option of buying my my Jeep, which she took us up on, which meant I needed a vehicle. Mm -hmm. So I bought my midlife crisis car. <laughs> and I was torn between two cars. And I don't even know if you remember saying this, but this was part of the reason why I chose the Challenger. You said... I could see a man in a business suit getting out of a Camaro, but I could see Vin Diesel getting out of a Challenger. Yes, I do remember saying that. And I was like, Challenger it is. <laughs> I don't want to be a man in a business suit. I will say it ha that car has come with a lot of unwelcome attention, <laughs> mostly by men. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like... I can't tell because I don't know these sorts of things, but like, are some of them flirting with me? So it, since I have not been there for any of the actual interactions, just going off of what you've said, I would say probably 90% of them are genuine or genuinely trying to show appreciation for a nice vehicle. Okay. You know, if... Like your boss had said when I rolled by to pick you up to go get it, pick it up from getting tempted. Wow, that's a nice Jeep. Thank you. 
I like hearing people compliment my Jeep, especially after I've, you know, put a lot of effort and work into it. I guess traditionally men tend to appreciate vehicles more than women do. Right. And traditionally, you know, complimenting somebody's vehicle, especially at least from a guy's perspective, like there's not a whole lot we really relish being complimented on. If you're a bodybuilder, like the amount you can bench is, is a bragging point. If, but most people or most guys, it's a vehicle. Yeah, I got gotcha. And so I think it's just, that's why I think it's a genuine trying to, hey, I really like your car. Yeah. But there is probably that 10% of people that are trying to flirt. Do you think it's unusual for a woman to drive that car? I think in general that it's unusual for women to drive sports or muscle cars and your mom will 100% back me on that yeah she would wouldn't she Mm -hmm. people are always surprised that she has that mustang yep yeah you make a good point and i think it's you know wow well i'm still going to compliment this vehicle i don't care who's driving it it's a nice vehicle i want to compliment it it makes me uncomfortable because nobody is like people have never complimented my car (laughs) does it make you uncomfortable because it's predominantly guys or does it make you uncomfortable because there's attention in general it's twofold it is having attention and that attention being from men yeah so it's both okay but men are very drawn to that car Mm -hmm. i'm also glad to know that they're not drawn to me (laughs) That from you, a guy's perspective, it's really about the car. Mm -hmm. Because I started wondering, like, is this partly about me? And if so, that makes me even more uncomfortable. (laughs) But if it's truly about the car, then... To be found attractive makes you uncomfortable? Well, also, like, I didn't know if it was, like, maybe I'm more attractive because of the car. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I think most of... Well, I mean, you are very attractive. No, you don't have to, like, <laughs> do that. Like, <laughs> I get what you're saying, that men appreciate nice cars. I'm driving a nice car, mm. and they're appreciating it, regardless right. of my gender. I mean... But probably are surprised that it's a woman oh, driving yeah. a car. Absolutely. And that's probably what maybe makes the compliments a little louder maybe i don't know if that's the right description but i i don't know that they're i think it's just i've never had that kind of attention before and so it just seems like a little overwhelming yeah i get that and i'm i'm sure the same happened to your mom with that mustang yeah i mean she's told us several stories of People that didn't believe it was her car. Yeah. You know, which, I mean, women can drive sports cars. Men can drive minivans. There's no, last time I checked, there's no, like, you must be this gender to drive this vehicle. Yeah. So another topic that 
I've been exploring and making you explore with me is plastic surgery. Not that I'm making you get plastic surgery, but I've been showing him lots and lots of pictures of boobs. A lot of boobs. I've seen more boobs in the last three days than probably the last 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) I have shown you a lot of boobs. What do you think about these boobs? Oh, those are too big. Okay. What about these? They're shaped weird. (laughs) What about these? (laughs) So, I know it's still a little early after my VSG, but I'm wanting to have surgery scheduled around the time of my year anniversary. So I've started looking into surgeons and their costs and whatnot. And I'm going to go back to Mexico because I believe their standard of care is better than America's Mm -hmm. and their cost is cheaper. And I'm going to do, and I hate this term. You've heard me say I hate it a hundred times. The mommy makeover. It just sounds so... Callous and... Tacky. Yeah. Why you gotta be a mommy? Why can't it just be like a body makeover? Probably because of the breast augmentation. Or or breast um, modification. So it entails a tummy tuck liposuction where the fat is then transferred to the butt which I learned last night is actually called a Brazilian butt lift and then either breast lift or lift with augment augmentation augmentation it's not even a word it's not even a word And I've been looking into that and the cost of it, and I had to take naked pictures, which made me really uncomfortable. But I loved every second of it. And I made him delete them from his phone. I have since deleted them from mine. And I've gotten two quotes so far, one of which the price was less, but it also included less services, less surgeries, so I'm not even going to consider them. And, yeah, I was quoted for breast lift with implants, an extended tummy tuck, which goes right beyond the hips, and then the liposuction that is transferred to the hiney, because I need a hiney. (laughs) I have zero hiney. And... I'm kind of torn as to whether or not I actually want to do it, only because two reasons. I feel like the recovery is going to be a bitch. Oh, yeah. Because they're absolutely will be. Cutting you stem to stern, as my mom would say. I don't even know what that means, but. um, Top to bottom. Oh. Basically. Front, Front to back. Basically, is what they're doing. And. I feel selfish for spending that amount of money on myself, and I also have feelings about why can't I just be happy with my body the way that it is. So there's all of that to unpack and go. Well, (laughs) like I said earlier, I am trying to keep it G-rated. I like your body. 
I think you look beautiful. And if that is something you want to do because it's going to help improve your own self-esteem, your self-confidence, your self-image, then I will 100% support it. So ever since I had my oldest kid, because I only gave birth to one out of three children, and she was a cesarean, so my stomach has always kind of like hung over the C-section scar. And then now as I'm losing weight, it's hanging over even more. And then being a woman in her 40s, the breasts are hanging low, very low. And I'm constantly, this might be TMI, but I don't even care because this is what we do apparently. Constantly picking them up shoving my t-shirt under them and then putting the boob back down so that it will they won't be sticking to my skin first of all and also if I'm at all sweaty then my t-shirt will take the sweat mm -hmm. but I'm constantly shoving my t-shirt under my droopy boobs that's only when I'm braless though if I'm wearing a bra I don't do that right but when the I'm bra's at, there right it does it for me. But when I'm at home, I don't wear one. And I, just to be clear, I wear one out in public. But <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. I'd, I'd say 98% of the time. Yeah. Unless there's like a sweatshirt, like a large sweatshirt that I oh, can wear. getting out of the car. Yeah. But even then, I'm like, everybody knows I'm not wearing a bra. <laughs> so that's my situation with my boobs. They used to sit up straight. And, like, be positioned where you would think boobs would be positioned, like, on the chest. And mine are no longer there. I mean, but a, a lot of that is age-related, too. I mean, as as guys, we have parts and pieces that are affected by gravity as well. I sat on mine the other day. <laughs> You laugh, that shit hurt. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it did. So, yeah. Plastic surgery. I think really, like, the thing that would stop me from doing it is probably the cost associated with it. Because we've worked hard to save up a bunch of money, and I don't want to spend half of it or most of it on me. Like, I'd rather spend it on the house or some sort of problem that arose. Mm. I don't know. Well, and I mean, it's also still early in this adventure mm -hmm. that, you know, and I mean, you've got very elastic skin, like it will tighten yeah. back up and, you know, you've, you've lost a lot of weight very quickly and just haven't, necessarily given your body time to catch up i honestly don't think the stomach will ever not be over the scar because it's been like that for how old is she 21 21 years and then the only time i ever had like boobs that i thought were really nice was when right after i had her and they were full of milk <laughs> 
and they were so like pronounced and firm and right up on my chest. The milk titties. <laughs> <laughs> titties with a D. Yes. That's the only appropriate way to say it. I respectfully disagree. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. As I've gotten older and as I've lost weight, I've become more aware of the the hanging of things. But I will say when I'm dressed, I feel good about the way I look when I'm clothed. I just don't feel good about the way that I look underneath the clothes. But like, I truly, not this this current weekend that we're on, but last weekend I got dressed because we were going out to lunch. And, oh, our app is saying something. Okay, we'll keep an eye on the clock app. Thanks for letting us know. But I got dressed, and I looked in the mirror and thought, I look good. Which was a foreign thought to me. And a very welcome one. It was, in a way. It was uncomfortable for me to think that. But at the same time, I was like, I'm glad I'm at a place where I can think that. Mm -hmm. But then if I take my clothes off, I'm like, oh my god, this and this and this and this. My neck. My neck will be next. Get rid of this. I can barely even pinch anything, and yet I'm like, get rid of it. Get a face look. That'll be attractive. Yeah. <laughs> or, oh, what was that? Was it Men in Black? Mm, yeah. <laughs> like this? <laughs> oh, no, that was uh, Beetlejuice. Yes, Beetle you're Jake. right. All right, well, our app is yelling at well, us. we still got 12 minutes and some seconds. I don't have anything else to talk about. Well, I'm just kidding. I could probably talk forever if, I I'm, mean, there's if no, I'm talking to you. There's nothing saying we can't splice these together well, or split it up into part A, part B. Who wants to listen to a podcast episode that that's this is long? That that's, This is long? That's oh, this durga, long. Durga. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, so that those were our current events, Volume Two. We'll be back with Volume Three at some point, maybe after Just Be You, maybe after or around Christmas, or maybe before. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a Volume Three whenever I finally weigh less than Luna. <laughs> so in like a couple weeks, maybe. When your body's finally like, all right, we'll quit screwing with her. We'll give it up and let her lay way less than her dog. That's the goal. That's it's cool. one of the big goals. And I'm so close to it. You are. So close. One really big poop away. Yes. Maybe I should do an enema. Or three. Just kidding. I, I think three is a little excessive. That's... There's probably a doctor listening to this going, no, don't do that. That'd be terrible. You'll dehydrate. <laughs> See you next time. See you. Bye.